Hello everyone and welcome back to Girl Time. This is episode four. This is a podcast that uses healthy conversations and the word of God to bring forth growth, love, and healing in relationships. I am your host, Lanisha Huggins, and today I have my three lovely friends, Ajaysha Long, Ariana Anderson, Jashar Brown. Hi, ladies. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Good, good. Today, we will be talking about our views on marriage, our thoughts and expectations. And we're going to jump right into the conversation. So, ladies, what are your views on marriage? My views on marriage is that I think it definitely is a beautiful thing. I think it's also something that you really, really have to work um, towards and have to work for. Now, mind you guys, I've only been married, like, it'll be two years in August, so I don't know a whole lot. I'm still growing and trying to figure this thing out, okay? (laughs) And this is, I would say it's definitely been one of the hardest things I've had to do. And I'm not saying that in a a bad way, it's just... um, you really have to like mesh into that other person or you guys really have to mesh into one and also staying on the path and not wanting to give up. Also just having that partner there with you when you want to give up or when they want to give up, things like that. And I just have to, you know, I just ha- I just want to be real about it. Um, yeah, it's definitely been hard. But then there's also been times where I'm so glad that I had um, my husband there with me. And if I didn't, I'm like, I would just be sitting here crying by myself. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and he just, I think he also makes me better. Like, sometimes when I want to hold a grudge, he's like, no, Jashar, can't do that, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I say marriage works as long as you have God um, at the center of it. And also, I cannot stress enough how much mentors um, really play a key role in your marriage, and especially such a young marriage. I totally agree. Um I can honestly say that in the beginning when Jared and I was just dating, even before that, throughout my life, I never really had any views on marriage because my mom was never in a marriage and um, I struggled to see successful marriages. I didn't really think about getting married until I got with my husband and it was just like he taught me how to communicate. He taught me how to open up. Well, he helped me, not to taught me, but he helped me to open up and communicate and not really shut down, even though I still kind of struggle with that a little bit. But it's just the holding my hand in the process and never feeling like I'm less than or I can't get through the situation by myself. You know what I'm saying? Because even when he see me with a certain look on my face, he's just like immediately was prone to. And sometimes it's something that I really don't want to talk about. But sometimes he pressures <laughs> and I have to tell him about that sometimes. But the, in those times of pressuring, it really allows me to think about what I'm going through and how I'm feeling in order to express it the way that I needed to with him, especially. I can say that it is communicating and opening up your heart and allowing the other person to come in and especially seeing that throughout my life when men were not really committed and they weren't really there and being without a father. It was just like, how do I know for sure that you will always come home to me? How do I know for sure that you will always be here when I really, really need you the most and even when I don't? So my husband showed me differently from what I've grown up to experience. 
It's funny because I also had the same like growing up because I I didn't want to get I didn't picture myself getting married at all. I was just like, I'll just be a career woman. Mm -hmm. You know, if I do want to have a child, I'll go to the bank bank and go get me a baby. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, Because I didn't I didn't want to get married. I didn't want to have children. And like you said, it's also because I didn't see a lot of successful marriages around me. And to take it a step further, successful black marriages, because I think that's another thing that we, especially as black women, um, that we really need to see. We really need to see that, yes, there are black men or whatever race that you're into that can love us. And we're not just these difficult and angry women. So um, and not on love and hip hop. Not not those. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And I don't like that either because that's not even real. Right. It's right, not right. real. Exactly. Life, so, yeah. yeah. Even though I still watch it. So I think, like, for me, like, it has really, it's changed, just like a lot of you have, have said. I think um, kind of the way I was raised and a, the way, like, a lot of women kind of grow, grow up is like, you know, marriage is like this, you know, kind of end all, be all mm-hmm. thing. Um, And so for me growing up, it was like, okay, you grow up, you go to school, you live your life or whatever. But at the end, like there's this thing in the back of your mind, like, okay, eventually you're going to get married and this man is going to solve all your life's problems. Um, And so, of course, you can see how that could be, you know, very misleading, you know, to to the your potential partner and to you. And so, like, my views have definitely changed from that kind of distorted view. Um, I always thought, you know, marriage was a beautiful thing, but being a single right now, I look at it more as like, okay, I'm going to be getting a husband, but I'm also going to get a purpose partner. So, um, like for me, it's important to have somebody that's going to compliment like what I'm supposed to be doing as far as like being in the will of God. So, Mm -hmm. you know, not just marrying, oh, because, you know, he's cute or, you know, a lot of people say, you know, like he treats, he treats me well Mm -hmm. and all, all these different things wouldn't really kind of, that's like, should be the, the minimum as far as yeah. like respect and things of that nature. But like, does he compliment like what you're supposed to be doing? Cause marriage is also ministry. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's kind of what I, what, what, what I view it as like, um, you know, a purpose partner, what, like when you guys come together, like what is your marriage supposed to accomplish? That's like good. for a lot of us, when we talk about not seeing successful marriages, a lot of our marriages are were meant to be, you know, chain breakers and things of that nature for people mm-hmm. to come behind us and to have that example. Mm-hmm. So you never know what your marriage is supposed to accomplish. And, you know, that's why it's so important that you, you know, get with the, the right mm-hmm. person. I think for me, I'm still kind of discovering those views. I'm right now um, in a dating relationship, but it's one of those things where it's like I'm still trying to find myself in it. And so I refuse to just marry a person and not have at least an idea of who God has called me to be. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, I want to know my purpose before marrying who I want to be with. Like you said, Mm -hmm. to, to make sure that our, our views and our purposes and what we're called to do as far as like the kingdom, because this kingdom business aligns. And so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I'm most, I would rather stay single and operate in God's will than be married and not, in God's will. And there are so many people in, I think, the younger generation that are getting married for Instagram likes and getting married for the fact of saying you're married. But it's like getting married and having a wedding is easy, but staying married Mm -hmm. seems pretty Mm -hmm. tough. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's like, what is it? 50% of marriages end in divorce. Mm -hmm. And that's even Christian marriages. And so it's one of those things where it's like, 
I'm not just about to rush. So I'm looking for a person that's like, is my best friend. I'm wanting a person that takes the leadership of me seriously and like my growth seriously, because it's one of those things where God holds leaders to a higher standard. And he says that in his word. And if it's, if a man is meant to lead his household and I'm supposed to submit to him, I need him to take my life and the molding and growing of me just seriously and coming alongside that and seeing it like, okay, she's not just my wife, but this is a person God has put me in the position to lead. And I'm responsible. And you're responsible for me. And I need someone that is really ready to do that. And, and so I think that that's something I, I, it's my view on marriage. Like I need you to take me like you you like a life coach like I need you to really like okay well she's great at these skills okay I want to push her to do this or okay I feel God is telling me to do this for her like I need somebody that's truly hearing the voice of God I think like what you said about how long it seems it seems like we spend a lot of time planning like planning the wedding but not as much time actually planning for the marriage Mm -hmm. like we'll you know do all spend all this money on this you know one specific day but then when we get in the marriage like we haven't spent any time you know with skills and things on how to kind of maintain after that you know one day yeah and that's why it's good to be connected with those um spiritual people that have been married because i can honestly say that when lord after jerry proposed to me so many people flocked to me this that was um in christ at christ temple and i loved that so much because it, it made me open my eyes and it made me grow a whole lot before um, we were even married and they told me straight up, this is what you look for. This is how you could respond to this situation. And this is something that I've been through. And I love that honesty and that connection that we had because I didn't see Jared like as the leader of the house because I, that's not what I grew up with. When I grew up, it was just my auntie, my mama's, my mama, my aunties, they were the leader of the house. So to see that dynamic change, it was a big, big shock for me um, and my siblings because I had my siblings living with me at the time. So um, that was something (laughs) crazy. But um, I prayed about it and I asked God to show me Jared as a leader show me how I'm supposed to respond to different situations especially when we get into an argument how do I supposed to respond when I don't agree with something that he say or I don't agree with something that he do because I'm not a conversational person so it was just like how do I get through this? How do I do that? And I ran to my pastor a whole lot. Pastor this, I ran to her a whole, whole lot. We had a whole bunch of conversations and she helped me through a lot. For me, I think that, like, I think that stuff I want to find out before I get engaged, though. Like, I want to, like, I want more people to come alongside my dating relationship. I want more people to come alongside me because... They just care about my well-being outside of their relationship. Like, okay, well, how is she growing, period? Because anybody that's submitted to Christ is going to do—I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but anybody that's truly growing in the Lord and God is their first priority, at the end of the day, God is going to download all that stuff into you. But it's like, I don't just want people to wait until I'm engaged to decide to want to pour. Because at this point— 
like, I don't engage and people can get out of engagements, but it's just like, I want people to come sooner and say, well, how is this going? Well, how do you feel about this? Or, okay, well, this seems pretty serious. You've been with this person this amount of time. What is that looking like for y'all? Okay, well, how do you view this? Like, I kind of want people to do that sooner than just engagement. Is that weird? No, not at all. Not at all. I think, do you think, like, as an intentional dater, um, like, are we always open to people, to people doing that? Because sometimes, you know, like, some people are private. Some, yeah, some and, people yeah, be like, oh, you know, why, why are you being, I know, me, <laughs> myself, like, if somebody, you know, like, if I didn't know them like that, and they were, you know, maybe at church or something to come and approach me and like, you know, this is going on this, you know, I would be, you know, kind of leery. Mm-hmm. So... I think it just depends on the relationship, but it's like right, if I right, sit right. and we talk, like I make a point to like talk to you or we make a point like, I don't know. I think it's just from praying about it, but mm-hmm. there need to be more young married couples taking dating couples under their wing or taking people under their wing to like help out because people don't know. You don't know what you yeah. don't know. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like. I don't know, and I'm honest in the fact that I don't know. And I get that a lot of people aren't as honest and aren't as open, but it's like there are people out here that don't know, and we're praying for guidance, and we're praying for people to come alongside us, and people just hug us or love us every Sunday, and it's just like... But you need something deeper. You need somebody that's going to be in there when y'all are arguing, y'all are fighting, yeah, whatever else. Like, not just for the cute stuff. Like, I need you to get deep with me and that's um some of the things that we've done with our mentors in Terre Haute there's been plenty of times where we've stayed at our mentor's house um they're they're married and we would just hash it out on the kitchen floor just Mm -hmm. like staying over her house to 4 a.m and that's what I love about mentorship so much Mm -hmm. is because you know she has um four kids of her own Mm -hmm. And, you know, they'd be like, okay, mom, I'm tired. Or her youngest would be like, mom, can you come to bed with me? She was like, I know, sweetie, I'm ministering to them. You know, can you just give me a a couple more minutes? Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you really need somebody that's going to go through the trenches with you. Or, like, when you call, like, hey, he's getting on my nerves. I'm thinking thinking I might want to leave and go back home. Because I've done that before. Like, look, I don't know if this was really working out for me. I don't know. Um if this was really right. And so you need somebody there that's going to be like, you know, just yeah. slow down. Hold on. You have to understand that this is the trick of the enemy. Yes. And you really need somebody when you're in the heat of that moment to tell yes. you, no, this it's not that you hate your husband or, or it's not that you hate your wife. This is the trick of the enemy. The enemy knows that you guys are doing something good. He knows yes. that you guys are working yes. for the Lord. And so you, you need somebody to kind of reach in and, and grab you out of that. Right. You know, I'm about to pack a bag yes. <laughs> because yes. I've been there, you yes. know, and you That's said, good. and uh, like mentorship is good. Also, a Christian mentorship. Yes. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes we can go to our, our homegirl or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And she'll be right there she with you. Mi- <laughs> and she's miserable. Let's <laughs> pack the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, they, yeah. they're pouring into you, into you the wrong information. Yeah. You don't need that negativity. Right. Yeah. Because there are some people, there are some people that I will not go to a and talk about my relationship because mm-hmm. of the fact that I already know how you're going to respond. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I don't need that in my marriage. I don't need that in my mind because of the fact I'm already going through this one thing with my husband. Right. I don't need something on top of that to right. even right. think right. about. Push off the edge. Exactly. It opens up doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think, I think also, though, I think it's still good to have 
Like for me, I like to have um, diversity in my friendships. Like I like to have my Christian friends. I like to have my scholar friends. And then my just girlfriends, like sometimes when I just need to get ghetto on yeah, the phone. You know what I mean? Like that's what I need. But it's like in that moment, I don't need the ratchet the ghetto. Yeah, I need yeah, yeah, the yeah. Christian mentor, yes. you know. That's lead you in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely need that those Christian friend circles to pull you back off that ledge. Do you have qualifications um, regarding your relationship and just this list, if you have lists, um, and what does that look like? Because I can honestly say that I've never had a list. I've what? never had qualifications. I never really had, um, oh, I like this type or I like this type, but God brought me into something totally different oh, and, and he's working on me regarding that because I have very low self-esteem and that was never something that I really looked into because I was just like oh I like the hood boys I like light skin dark skin brown skin <laughs> all the skins except um if you're black I'm, I'm down so um I never really had that so I just wanted to see what you guys I'm scared people gonna be talking about me my uh, yeah. I feel you <laughs> like who should shut up hey. I mean and, and also I ask because it is good to have that mm -hmm. in yeah, your yeah, life yeah. because you already know what you want you already right, right. know exactly. how your relationship as far as in your eyes how it looks right so to put that into this is what I'm looking for right it, it really helps with self-esteem and your knowing your worth see I've run into a problem with that list though it's like it's so extensive and then you run into a person that fits a certain it's like sometimes I'm like okay can I compromise this yes. it's one of those things where it's like okay lord like am I doing the mo I don't know how to explain what I'm saying right now because I do have extremely high standards like I'm a very performative person and it's just the athlete in me I just I'm very performative and so it's one of those things where it's just like okay well like what can you compromise because nobody's perfect I know if somebody had a list I probably would make it. so I don't know I'm struggling I'm struggling because I mean on, on my list I wanted someone African American and I'm very much with a, a Caucasian man right now. So life happens. I I'll, I'll say this. I'll try to see what I can take back before I say. So I do have a list. Again, it has you know kind of evolved over the years. Um, I've had to do some edits because I think we can like make a lot of write a lot of things down about what we want or whatnot but then we have to kind of look at the word and like does that kind of align with you know god and and uh, you know just this, having all these different characteristics and mm -hmm. things of that nature and like you were saying sometimes you might have you know a list of 10 things and then you know you run across somebody that has nine but they ain't got mm -hmm. that one and you're like nope throw the whole yes. man away you know yes. and so Literally. and so I found that, you know, I've had to, you know, kind of make a short list of what, again, deal breakers, what is most important mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of, you know, be a little bit flexible because you never like you never know what package, you know, somebody somebody is going to come in. I used to have um, like this is a, a moment of transparency, but like. Since I, I mean, I, I, I am in a PhD program, so like I always, you know, want, I wanted like a certain type of man, like he got to have a doctor, he got to, you know, doctor, lawyer, you know, like all these degrees and, you know, things of that nature. 
But I had to like, I had to like really understand why, you know, why is this on the top of my list? Because sometimes, sometimes our, our type or whatnot mm-hmm. can be a reflection of like our insecurities. Ooh, and so girl, me oh, she preaching, she preaching. And so like, for me, what I found out with that specific thing, okay, I wanted this guy that had this certain job. He, he you know, this, he was in academia or he made this certain amount of money. Like, why did I want that? And that was because for me, like financial security was really important because mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with a money. And so for me, it was like, I had to partner with somebody, you know, who has, who, you know, is going to have some funds because I can't live like how, how I live when I grew up. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes like you have to look at standards and kind of examine why, why is, why is this even on, on my list? Period. You know, even like when it comes to like looks, because I had, to, you know, I struggle with that as well. Like, you know, having really nice, you know, young men, but aesthetically to me, they were not, I was not attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so even kind of fighting with that, like, okay, what's what's most important? Like, again, if if this young man has not, if he has nine of the things, but he doesn't have looks like. Like, <laughs> you know, I know that's yeah, no, 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 no. You really preach it. No, no, me. Go I ahead, keep it. going. No. T- tell us about look. T- tell them about us, cause I'm no. with you. <laughs> so, like, you know, sometimes you know we don't. The blessing don't come in the package that we expect, and then we kind of forfeit or we disregard because it's it's not wrapped how we you know imagine. Because again, a lot of these things, like when we create the, create these lists, these are like you know, what they call like build a husband's basically. Mm. Like what, you know, what we have envisioned in our mind. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes that's not a, necessarily a reality. Mm-hmm. Not saying that God can't do it. Because, you know, he, he can. Yeah. But we never know how or in, in what way he's mm-hmm. going to kind of work that out. So I've had to be a little bit more flexible with with my list. But those standards, like, like for example, like religion, have a relationship with God. Like you have to... You have to figure out which standards are like no matter what they stand on the list. Right. You can't, you know, what is that? Yeah. And you might I think you find when you when you look specifically at the non-negotiables, you only you don't have as many as you think. The mm-hmm. other things are preferences. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I know that was a long. No, 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 no. no, no. You told him no. no, please. You no, no. for real. Because I look, I was, you know, you you phrased it eloquently. Because I would have sounded quite ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I was like, I will say, I have a list and had a list, and I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, piggybacking off of the looks thing, I think I'm more of a person that's more so personality but still don't get me wrong because like my poppy told my my mom make sure you marry somebody that you can roll over and look at every morning you know what i mean like let's just be candid can you roll over and look at that man in the morning you want your kids to look like them too i be thinking i said i I can't have my kids look like you come on now i can't even look at you got a face you my only mama like (laughs) and then um another thing so I would say freshman year in college, my mom, um, she sent me and all of my sisters this email that she found. And it was of this guy that made his wife list. And he said that once he did this list, he found his wife in three months. And I thought, oh, you know, this is great. I'm like, you know, I'm not looking to be, you know, married, but I'm looking for like a boyfriend or something. So I so I made the list or whatever. 
Um, and I want to say she gave that to me spring of my freshman year. And then I met my husband April 16th of my sophomore year. So a little, I would say about a, about a year. And I think the list helped me because um, it helped me make sure that I was, I knew what I wanted. And also it helped me to kind of weed out the people that maybe I was just keeping around because I liked that he was a bad boy or um, whatever else, but it really made me just sit and think, okay, these are the needs that I, that I need to be, that I need met. And if this person cannot fulfill that, then let me stop wasting their time Mm -hmm. and let me stop wasting my time. So I think that the list helped. And I mean, I don't think you should have like an extensive list, but also I think we should keep in mind, men also have lists too. They, they want a girl with a big butt. They want a girl with long hair. They want a girl with pretty skin, whatever else. So let's stop acting like men don't have lists either because Mm -hmm. they do. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. The whole team. Let's keep it real. Like, let's stop acting like just because we actually write ours out and they keep theirs in their mind. Let's stop acting like it's not real. Um, But I would say for my boyfriend list, I would say my husband met all the things on my list except for two. And I can't remember what the two are, but I I just know that number. I remember because I was we started hanging out and I was really starting to like him. And I'm just like. But we met in the spring. And so, you know, when you're in college, sometimes you can have like that spring fling. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, okay, but y'all both gonna go home to y'all separate cities. So, you know, mm-hmm. is this really real? So I was really starting to like him. And so I like did the list and everything. And I'm like, okay, he's met all these except for two. And, you know, I just had to talk with him, you know, like what, what is it that we're doing? Um, but I, th- I think lists are good. I think you should have a list. I don't think it should be too extensive, but I still think lists kind of like, guide you I think you can be flexible with those lists um and then once you get that boyfriend list then I think you should move on to the husband list because I know for me um going from girlfriend to wife I felt like I had more duties and I had more of a seriousness about me which I'm really trying to work on because I'm really a serious person I'm trying to be a little bit more I don't know fun or whatever I just I don't know it's just really hard for me (laughs) I mean, I think I'm fun, but it's just I feel like I take this life so seriously and I don't I don't want to mess up and I don't want to take anything for granted that sometimes maybe that hinders me a lot. So what do um, you mean by fun? You're not fun. OK, the best way I could put it is like I'm kind of a without making this too harsh. I'm kind of like really a no nonsense type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to get things done. Um I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but I know I've just been told by people that I need to like loosen up and I'm not, you know, as mm-hmm. I feel like I am fun. Like once you get to know me, it's just I'm a very reserved person when you first get to know me. But then but then when you get to know me, I feel like I am fun. So I don't know. But yeah, we're just going back to the list. Thing. <laughs> I feel like I got off for a bit. So I was thinking like while you were talking about um, turning over and making sure that the person is cute, because I honestly... <laughs> I I really, really liked Jared in the beginning, and um, I didn't really know why. I did not know why, but I love how he worshiped. I really, really cling to that because I at times I, I felt that like his relationship with God was way more than what my relationship with God was. But then I learned that it doesn't really matter because your relationship with God is your relationship with God. You can't really compare that to how other people worship or how other how many times other people read the Bible and all that other stuff. But I am saying that to kind of butter up the fact that I didn't think that he was cute. 
I didn't think he was cute. Um, it was some things that was going on at the time. And I was just kind of like, do I really want to do this? And uh. But as we started dating and as we got deeper into our relationship, his looks really changed because his personality stood out more. I agree. And just the fact that he showed me so much love and it was very different from how I was loved from other men. I was just like, you're the most beautiful person I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it really, really changed for me because I really didn't look at him that way. And I was just like, you're so handsome. Yeah. <laughs> and I can say that with boldness and confidence and really, really mean that. I think another thing, and I hope that people don't take this wrong way, but I think when a man worships, because a lot of times I feel like the women are so easily moved and they can worship more easier than the men. But when you see a man that's not afraid to worship and just wanting mm-hmm. to give his all I find that like so incredibly sexy like you know not looking at anybody else's man no. if they married or anything I'm just saying you know when my man when I see him worship I don't want nobody yes. to get it confused yeah. but I think that that is just so sexy because a lot of times you can look over the congregation and you see the women worshiping and then you just see the men you know sitting there like they just too cool to worship yeah yeah so there's yeah. something very intimate about worship yes mm-hmm. and not even to say that it's just sexy when you're looking at your significant other in the moment that he is worshiping but just to say that it is um i love that i love 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 that and especially seeing the leaders at church the men that be in the front row and when they cry and i'm i feel that and i'm mm-hmm. just like Growing up, it was, dudes was hard every single day. You can't cry. You got to right. be tough. So just to see them at that age and at that position and knowing that all the roles that they have going on in their lives and to just see them in those tears in that time with God is it's precious. And it, it really touches my heart. I love it. So what what do you all think about, like, if you do have a man you know and he has he's a great guy he has all these all the characteristics that you want but he is at all like physically you're not at all attracted to him period do you pray do you pray on it and say you know or yes I would definitely say pray about it and ask God for guidance because that's what I had to do because I couldn't because I had a lot of negativity Mm-hmm. about my husband and I had a lot of positivity about my husband mm-hmm. and I had to stand in the middle and actually say okay cut out all of this other stuff like God what is it that I am attracted to if that's actually your question but what is it that I am attracted to what is it that pulls me to this man what is it that changes my mind about him because it's all in the way that you think about the person mm-hmm. I mean I don't know if I really have anything to add I feel like I mean, I guess um, do what Lanisha said and just pray, but I just feel like that is just um, so hard. But I also don't want to make it seem like looks is the only thing that right. can attract you to somebody. Exactly. But if you can't find anything that you're attracted to, I feel like that can be a problem. Yes. yes. Like, I know me personally, like I said, I'm more of a personality type, but I still I still want you to still look good. You know what I mean? Um so I guess I would just pray about it and, you know, think, would you rather have somebody that looks good but treats you like crap or have somebody that maybe 
you know, he doesn't get your blood boiling every time you see him, but he still treats you like a queen when he is with you. Mm-hmm. I think with with me, I um I initially because originally like not saying looks are everything for me, but there has to be something that attracts me to that person prior to knowing their relationship with Christ. Like a person mm-hmm. randomly walking, like I just think about, like if a person is randomly walking toward me on the street, like I'll look and be like, oh, they're attractive. Like there's clearly something about them. Like it's, I can't tell if they're a believer or not when I first see them. Like some people, yeah, you can just see the the glow of the ghost on them. But other people, you know, you got to go a little deeper. It's the looks that draw you. Then you're like, okay, well, let me see what you're talking about. But originally it's just... <laughs> You know, God gives you eyes for certain people. And it's one of those things where it's like, I look back and I mean, I've told Travis about this, but I look back on like pictures of like when I first met him or like pictures of us. And I'm just like, you know, for of my list of like attractiveness, you met none of those qualities. Yes. None of them. Absolutely none of them. And it was one of those things. And, I, and I'm honest in it. I've told him that. And it's one of those things where it's just like. But I look at him now and I'm just like, you know, but it's to the point where I look at like even all videos and I used to be in the commentary. Oh, you're so handsome. Or are you so this? But it's like God gives you eyes for who you have eyes for. Like, and it's just, I don't know. But now I look at him and I'm like, oh, look at you. Look at you looking <laughs> like yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, but when it comes to the physicality for me, like. I have to be attracted to that person. I have to. So it's one of those things where they can have all those. Exactly. They can have all those other things. But if I'm not physically attracted to you, I think about the fact that like when we're married, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you know, you got to see yourself going through the process of making a child with this person. And if I don't see myself one day potentially (laughs) making a child with this person, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. So. (laughs) (laughs) So did that answer your question? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I got to. A variety of, you know, I'm so sorry, but I just, first answers. Yeah. If it's not, they look, I'm sorry. If I they, just, you know what I'm if they could have seen the way me, it kind of, kind of just like, like, like ah, ah, how, how do we answer? I have to be physically attracted to you, Lord. Give me eyes for who I need eyes for. Yeah. I mean, because I think there is like a more like politically correct answer, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but you know everybody be like, yeah. "Oh, he just gotta love the Lord." You're lying if that's your only variable. You're a liar, especially when you. you're not in the church. Like, how does that look when you're not in the church and you're of the world in this mm-hmm. different? You at the club right. and you see somebody that you're attracted to, but then you just, <laughs> see, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where it's like you gotta like I don't know how to. Okay. It's already hard for people to stay married. The last thing, and I just know for me, and this is what I'll struggle with, the last thing I need is for my head to be easily turned to somebody else. And I know that's an internal quality, but it's like, I want to enjoy, I, I want to look at other people and be like, man, you know what? Babe, you so fine. Look, I ain't even looking to and fro to all these other people. Like, I have to want to enjoy my husband. Yes. I got to look and be like, man, I'm so excited to get to the house yes. and, you know, have a and kid you, with you. you and you know something? It takes a lot of work, dedication, commitment, all of that good stuff because it is so hard when you're used to doing that for so long. Because mm-hmm. I've been single for I don't know how long. But when I got with my husband, it was just him. And I was just like, okay, God, this is different for me. So um, you're going to have to come down and help me um, come in human form and kind of talk to me a little bit. But it was just not to <laughs> joke to whatever, but it was really, really hard. And especially when somebody come up to me and just like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful and not really basing that relationship off of what that guy just said. But no, right. boo-boo. I got a whole husband at home. He right, do that every right. single day. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't need that. I don't long for that. And, and it's 
it's more so of trying to find that attention from that person. And because I was never like. That's a tip in itself. Make sure you're telling your wife that she looks good every day. Yes. Because, because if somebody tells her on the street and you haven't told her for several months. And that's that emotional that soul tie that's connected day. to mm-hmm. you and that other person. And it's stepping outside of your marriage, I mm-hmm. think. Um, because if I'm going to this person and feeling the emotions that you're not giving me as my husband, that's going to create a whole bunch of chaos and problems. And that is something that I, I'm i really glad my husband was the way that he was and he stuck to who he was. I don't care who he was around. He stuck to who he was. And that helped me because being pulled every single way. And like I said, being used to guys telling me that you look good today. You look pretty today. I like your hair today. Your booty kind of poking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, that's the stuff that I was getting from home. Mm-hmm. And we built that foundation, even though it took a whole bunch of work. A whole bunch of work. But it's still mm-hmm. being built. Okay, so um, I am a curse breaker. There is a lot of things that has happened in my life where I didn't really see growing up in in relationships within myself my self-esteem and just all of that good stuff um but is there a life event from previous your previous generations that you have witnessed that will make you want to stay clear of marriage because there was a whole lot for me I said that I didn't I don't want to be in an abusive relationship I don't want to emotionally physically all of that i don't Mm want to be involved in that because i grew up around it and i'm not raising my kids to be in that type of environment so i would say definitely there's things that i saw that i grew up not wanting to get married because i felt like everybody's marriage that i saw had this 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 and this in it so i'm just like I don't want to deal with that. Like, I would be a fool to still want to get married knowing that I'm going to have to deal with this. And so even still, um, I still struggle with that knowing that, okay, just because there was cheating in this relationship doesn't mean that, uh, or there was cheating in you know, the wife decided to stay or whoever doesn't mean that that's necessarily what's going to happen in your marriage. Yeah. And um, just because there was outside kids and things like that, that does not mean that, um, that's what you're going to have to do with your marriage and everything. And um, just being happily married, too. Um, you know, not just staying married, just for the simple fact of staying married. I do think that that is important. But for me, one of my biggest things, and that I tell my husband, I want to be happily married. I don't just want to be married on paper and just going through the motions. No, I, I seriously, I value happiness. And mm-hmm. like I told you guys, I'm at a point in my life where I just want to have peace. And I just like, Yeah. Without trying to keep saying the same thing. Yeah. I think that's a common thing in like relationships, especially the older generation. A lot of them just married because they saw that man as a way for them to get taken care of or just as a way for them to get out their parents' house. And it was a situation. And I think for me, like my grandma got married and she had a good, hardworking husband. I mean, my mom got married. My dad really wasn't hardworking but I mean he had a good heart like but I think for me what's kind of scaring me about getting married is being in a marriage and like you said not being happy because it's like my mom like my grandma was married and I mean they just didn't seem like they enjoyed each other for Mm -hmm. the years that I saw them or it's like my mom and my dad my dad 
was a womanizer. And so it's just that situation. It's like my mom worked so hard and Mm -hmm. she kept herself up. And it's like, like literally I just respect her so much for who she was. And she was like, she's fun to talk to. She's fun to be around. And it's like some people it's like, and I'm not justifying cheating ever, but it's like some people, some men cheat and it's like, you see their wife and you're kind of like, well, dang, I can kind of see why. Like you just, you, you miserable. <laughs> like, pleasant. yeah, you're not pleasant to be around. You're like a witch. You come home and you're miserable and I can see why. And that, I'm not just in all my people listening. I'm not justifying cheating, but really hear what I'm saying. Like some people you can kind of see like, Yes, this is unfortunate for you. And so it's just kind of like she did what she was supposed to do. Like she worked hard. Like she wasn't just out here for a handout. She was truly a good woman. And for her to get cheated on, I'm kind of just like, man, like I just don't want to be a a person that's in a marriage and you do stuff right. And you're still considered a single mother. Like Mm -hmm. my mom was married and my dad never did for me. Mm-hmm. And I never want my kids to grow up like that. And I think that's what I'm afraid of, being in a marriage and still being a single mom. So, like, for me, it's hard for me to even come up with a response because, like, both the, for for my biological mom, both, I have um, one biological sister. And both of our fathers were out of our, were never in our, like, before. They were out of our lives, period. Like, my father was married when I was conceived. So that, you know, he didn't really, you know, acknowledge me because of, mm-hmm. you know, either cheating child or whatever. And then my sister's father um, was, he went to prison or something. So, like, it was, like, early on, like, before we were, were even born, like, the fathers weren't even in the picture. Yeah. And so... um I think for me, the the way I kind of grew up was that, like my mom, she was just so like, well, you don't, you know, you don't need a man. You don't, they're not going to do anything but ruin your life is what mm-hmm. is that she would always say that. And even now mm-hmm. that even now, like, you know, I'm 26 years old. I, you know, I lived a little, I did a few things. Um, and she's still like, you don't, you don't need a man. You don't need a man. You don't need, you don't need a man. And it's not that you need but you know naturally you 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 would want one so I think for me it's kind of um what kind of turns my my head away is kind of like just those negative messages that I've received verbally not necessarily because a man was never there so of course first of all I never had like the representation but also like uh the message that the messages I got about who men were in their absence Mm -hmm. you know so Who's getting deep in here today? I know, girl. <laughs> but I hate to end it, but it is the end of the show. And um, like I said, I really, really appreciate you ladies for being here with me. Um, like I said, from day one and um, just going through this journey with me. Um, I am beyond grateful that the Lord brought us together and that he will continue to keep us together um, because I don't think that we're going anywhere. So, (laughs) (laughs) so um, to our listeners, um, thank you for being a part of this journey with us. um, And thank you for your prayers and your um, encouragement along the way. Like it is really, really, really appreciated. And thank you to my sisters, um, 
that has lifted me up every single day and encouraged me to keep going and I really appreciate the encouragement I really appreciate the um, relationships that God is bringing into my life but um, I do want to say um, follow girl time on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at girl time podcast um, on Instagram it is girl time podcast 19 and join us next week as I have some ladies in here with me and we're going to talk about the trials and tribulations of graduating from a university and having every obstacles stacked against us we graduated together last year and i am proud of where they are now so kind of shine a light on that so until next time thank you guys for listening